welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am the one and only Gemma. <laughs> She's not incorrect in that, uh, that, that description of herself, that she is the one and only Gemma. I am the, as ever, wonderful, uh, fabulous uh, James. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? There's a funny thing that I was, because I obviously pre-planned that, um, and there isn't just a one and only Gemma Williams. I mean, obviously, probably in all of Wales, there's about a million of them because <laughs> <laughs> it's the most popular name in Wales. But in Dorchester, which is the next town along, there's actually a Gemma Williams there as well, which is really weird. Interesting. So, yeah. For me, for me, there's a foundation that ha- that shares my name somewhere in America that does some sort of charity work. So, oh, really? Hmm. Don't know. Ooh. I don't know what exactly it does, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, there we are. Videos flickering. Ah, again. The videos buggering up. Ah, yeah. yes. <laughs> it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a Zoom recording with Gemma without the uh, the video messing up. It's yeah. it, now it's gone. Interestingly, from looking like <clears throat> just sort of weird juddery stuff, now we're in some sort of like strange, either late eighties, early nineties kind of weird video effect. So <laughs> I kind of I, I do like it. Uh, and basically, oh. what I think's happened, uh, Salty Tadpoles, is I think we've been lied to. What Gemma really wants is that she's got this obsession with Mark's headroom. So when she's <laughs> making the videos and they're going wrong, it's her wanting to to, to be more like Mark's headroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, I quite like the, fan that, the fact that there's like a nice silver band across my head. So it kind of makes it very <laughs> you know, glittery and sparkly. It's uh, ever so wonderful. So if we ever air the video side of things with this, you never know. You might see my face properly. You might not. But for the time being, I'm going to turn the video off because it is distracting. So um, just bear with. I'll stop yep. the video. What's amusing is my my videos on uh, tadpoles because the 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 threats uh, against my life this time from Gemma <laughs> uh, about not having the video on um, were, were so much that I kept the video on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine, and you can keep it on all this time because your video is absolutely fine, which is annoying because it's normally yeah. you that we get the irritating things from. <laughs> it, well. It's very harsh. I mean, as you can tell, I, I can but try, but yes, the abuse. It, she's she's turning me into like an armadillo with this thick skin because the abuse I take you so much, but I'm actually going to turn the video off myself now so I can blow my nose without uh, having to see it. Okay, fantastic. Well, obviously mute yourself as you've done already, so that's good. <laughs> What uh, I'm going to do, Salty Tables, at some point, is because Gemma has this weird kind of freaky aversion to it, coupled with her love of snow, uh, I <laughs> think what we'll have to do is subject her to locking her in a cold, like, meat closet thing. So she gets, you know, she realizes that snow is evil. But also, uh, we get a lot of people blowing their nose around Gemma to, you know, provide, like, is it aversion therapy? So you become used to it. I'd really rather by, not if that's okay. And by the end of that, you'll be tough as nails. <laughs> yeah. I suppose. I suppose I shouldn't I shouldn't dish what I can't take, so to speak. So uh yeah, so I suppose in a way you're right. That, you know, I pick on you all the time <laughs> with your silly things that you do. And uh mm-hmm. I guess I should actually become an armadillo when it comes to blowing noses. <laughs> but please don't test that theory tonight because I'm not in the mood. <laughs> 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 so anyway james how have you been 
Uh, not too bad, not too bad actually. You know, the 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 weather is a bit like insane and mental, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's winter. We got to get used to it, so it's not bad. To be honest, yeah, I'm doing okay. How about you? Yeah, it's not too bad here. I'm actually quite envious of anyone who has snow right now, and I know James hates snow, and rightly so because you have it all the time. But we never have snow, as I've covered, pre- you know, previously on this podcast a lot, and I know I, I say it a lot, but um, you know, it's we don't get snow very often, so it's actually quite an exciting concept to actually get snow. Um, it's a bit like in the UK as well. It's quite an exciting concept to actually get sunshine as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, no, not really. It's it's actually not been too bad weather-wise, but Good. it has been absolutely bitterly cold. And, like, when it rains, it's like um, ice that is, you know, it's mm. racing, raining ice rather than, uh, you know, actual actual uh, rain, so to speak. So, uh yeah, and and again, just quickly as well, I don't know again if my audio is going to come across as a little bit echoey. And I said that last week, and it wasn't. So, but I'm in a different room now. I'm in my mother's art studio, which I just pointed mm-hmm. out for some reason, but no one can actually see that. No one can see it, but hey, thank yeah. you for the information. Not even you now, James. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I did see it early, but again, I assumed it was some sort of weird Max headroom setup that you'd done. Yeah. Nice looking room from what I could see of it. Oh yeah, she's got it set up really nice, my mum. And uh yeah, it's very, very arty farty. But this has also become my uh kind of studio slash mm-hmm. um work office for the time being. Because nice. obviously my bedroom's being decorated. So very nice. Yeah, it's it's um been quite nice to be honest, to have, you know, quite a few different changes. There's some that have been a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want to change, but you know. Eventually, I've gotten round to it, but yeah, my room's now a nice orangey, yellowy colour. So, uh, or well, half of ah, it ginger, is ginger. Oh. <laughs> ah. It's more yellow than ginger, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky fucker. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, there's that. So, uh, but I think I actually started off with saying, how have you been? But you you did sort of cover the fact that you were cold and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so have you been up to anything? <laughs> anything really? Um, I've been watching a really weird, I mean, uh, a, a series on Amazon called Hunters. It's now the second series of it. Um, and I've okay. got to the final episode, uh, but I've not not concluded that one yet and it's i don't want to give anything away for those who haven't seen it but it's all about a bunch of uh, a group of jewish nazi hunters in the 1970s and oh. it's from what i remember from the first series and it's been it rung true in the second series it's incredibly gory it's good mm-hmm. but it is gory so if people get a chance it's on amazon if you can watch it al pacino's in it among some other people um do you have to pay it, for yes. it on am Sorry to interrupt there. Sorry. Um, do you have Hello. to pay for it on Amazon or is it one of the free it's part, ones? It's, it's part of Prime. It's an Amazon-made show. So uh, oh, okay. you know, it's, it's within that package. But the, the, oh, that's good. There's no, there's no um, you know, caricature, uh, you know, Frank uh, Frank Garman impressions of, uh, you know, the hoo-ha stuff. It's, it's very different than that. It's good. That's not knocking Frank stuff. It's yeah. just saying that you can't kind of... You can't do an impression of Pacino with this one. It's uh, it's, but it's good. Anyone who wants to tune in, I highly recommend it. 
okay all right well, i might give it a give it a whirl um i'm just in the felt uh fourth series i think it is yeah fourth series of uh sabrina the uh chilling adventures of sabrina at the moment so um which it's going a little bit cheesy um mm-hmm. uh, but you know it's still it's fine it's it's one of those things that it's kind of um you know, you you can sort of watch it to sort of chill out with. You don't have to mm-hmm. really concentrate on it properly. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's kind of what I needed at the moment. So, uh, excellent. Yeah, it's it's good excellent. in that sense. So, uh, yeah, I'm. But yeah, I am enjoying it, and um, yeah, I haven't really been watching anything else than that, to be honest, at the moment. So, yeah, that will. But that'll be fine, you know. That's that's what it is because I tend to I try to keep to watching just one thing at once because mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. I'm just you know obviously if the tally's on in the room I'm going to be watching something on the tally or whatever. <laughs> but um, if I'm in my bedroom, I'm pretty much sticking to the one thing. But yeah, I might try that Hunters after mm-hmm. though because that it, does sound uh, very appealing. Yeah. It's 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 not pleasant <laughs> in any no. shape or form. But it's it's interesting. It's a it's a, it's a good watch. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely worth having having a gander at it, as they say. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. And also, I'd like to congratulate a nurse today as well, because um, I went to go and get a blood test, and my veins are not very helpful for the best part of life. Really, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, my veins always goes. Hi, I'm gonna hide. Um, but this time. Uh, I don't know if it's because I was cold or whatever, but, you know, um, this nurse managed to, or because of her capabilities, obviously. Um, but, yeah, this nurse managed to uh, find a vein in my arm today. So uh, I had five, um, you know, those little beakery type, not beakers, but you know what I mean, those little blood test vials. Vials. vials that's the word yeah um so i had five of those actually filled and uh that was uh good going for her so i i felt like she really needed a congratulations and i told her about our podcast and she said that we were going to be the first podcast that she listened to so i didn't get her name but hi nurse up the road <laughs> at the doctor's surgery <laughs> So uh, thank you to the to the nurse for taking the blood. I would suspect it's down to her ability because generally getting blood uh, in cold temperatures will be more difficult because yeah. your circulation takes a bit of a battering. So, yeah, well done because I've been there myself yeah. and it's taken ages to get blood. And it's, it ain't fun. No, it definitely isn't fun. And I always sort of – I always preempt them because um, no matter if I've met them before or if I've, you know – the first time meeting them i i always mm-hmm. say look you're probably going to end up having to go at the back of my hand you're welcome to try wherever you mm-hmm. want well, within reason you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want my bum being used or whatever <laughs> but you know um but yeah you're welcome to try my arms but uh mm-hmm. yeah for the most part most people actually you know get it out of the back of my hand and i always say that every time every every one of them loves the challenge though i think mm-hmm. you know Apart from when I was donating blood once, and this was like mm-hmm. years back, I stopped doing it because I knew it was such a pain in the backside for um the the you know the nurses that were actually trying to put the needle in. But uh, yeah, I they used to spend like fifteen minutes trying to find a vein in my arm, <laughs> you know, and they couldn't use the back of my ha- hand because of obviously mm-hmm. the amount that comes out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I felt so sorry for them. In the end, I was just like, uh, I'm just. I'm not going to donate anymore. And they were like, yay. 
So, <laughs> so, so notes on your file probably are like listed as you know hard to get blood, pro- possible intravenous drug use with collapsed veins? Question mark. <laughs> well, that's uh, that was a running joke when. Um, oh well, this is like going back to like when my dad was alive. So God, eleven years ago and stuff like that. But it's. Um, I used to always joke with um, my mum and dad and said, uh, at least you know that I'd never be a a drug user as in, well, obviously the ejecting type, you know, I could, I could uh, partake in other ways, but I didn't want to, but, um, and that's not just for the podcast. That's real. But, you know, also I don't judge anyone who does. So carry on, do what you want. So it was, uh, I think quite reassuring that they knew that I wasn't going to be, you know, a needle druggie at least. (laughs) That's so, what she wants you to think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just injecting it under my eye. Yeah. Oh God, that that oh, just made God. me um, <clears throat> that made me squirm. My own joke made me squirm. <laughs> yeah. So you're not really being up to much this week, or not, have you? Not really. No. Uh, it's not that I can particularly think of off the top of my head. So no, it's it's been a uh, it's been a, a a relaxed week, shall we say? Because like the weather and stuff has not driven one. You know, drew yeah. me to want to leave the house so much. I did consider, and I think it was Tuesday. I thought, should I go out and have a quick walk? And it was getting dark, and I thought, hmm, dark, cold, black ice. That is not going to end well. <laughs> no crunch. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that definitely. Um, it's yeah, it's just not. It's just if it's unnecessary trip, uh, trip mm. going out. Look at me mm. with my words. <laughs> um yeah if it's unnecessary then really we don't need to go out if it's like looks like it's dangerous you know if it's obviously necessary if you've like (laughs) i don't know run out of food or toilet paper (laughs) you remember when there was a time when there was no toilet paper in the world Uh, oh my god i nearly called you graham then james (laughs) hey it's all right it's the mind's the first thing to go i mean i recognize it you know with Gemma's advanced age, the confusion starts and she, she will start calling everybody by different names. It's okay, Gemma. It's all right. No, uh, I do remember the, the great toilet roll thing that went on. Yeah. It was bizarre, truly, truly bizarre. So I know it was insane, wasn't it? Seriously. It's like, it, it, you know, it, but you know what the thing is? It wasn't mm. just Britain or mm-hmm. the United Kingdom or whatever mm-hmm. we want to be referred to as, because I don't know in this PC world anymore what I'm supposed to say. But <laughs> it was global. Mm-hmm. Like, it was insane. I know, so, I know it's so, weird that I'm bringing so, it up but, again, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you would think it wasn't an issue to do with uh, COVID. It was, in fact, a national and international problem with dysentery. But no, it wasn't yeah. that. It was simply just, yeah, people. Well, people panic. They, you know, when there's any situation, people do panic by the strangest yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yes, I do remember that. And I'm hoping I will not have a need to uh, to ever face that kind of stuff again. I mean, I was okay because I had, I had you know, enough in stop. But it did. It went bonkers. Crazy. I do remember yeah. it well. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? 2020 is going to go down as the year of... COVID-19 and mm-hmm. toilet paper loss. <laughs> toilet paper, pasta. Pasta was another good one. People buying huge oh, yeah. amounts of pasta up, stuff like that. So, yeah. And bread and milk and, 
Yes, the crazy things that everyone starts to think, oh, my God, we've got to have loads. of. It's like at Christmas or when there's like a, a bank holiday time. People, for the period of like, something might be closed for a day or two days, they go mental and start buying loads of stuff up. I don't know. Human nature, weird. I know, and it's so ridiculous, isn't it? Because the shop is, for the most part, I mean, you know, when we were kids, maybe it might have been a slightly different story, like the, you know, over the Christmas period, let's use that as an example. You know, the shops probably closed for like two days when we were kids. But mm. nowadays, it's like one day, Christmas Day yeah, is the today. day it's closed, and then it's like open again on Boxing Day yeah. or the 26th of December if you don't you know if you don't do boxing day i had to really think if it was the 26th of december then did you notice but <laughs> i did uh, uh, i'm sticking with my with my comment and something I, I can relate to when the mind starts to go oh i got a really bad headache today to be fair so uh oh, you know you. leave me alone <laughs> stop being horrible <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was, I, I was commiserating with the, the problem. I was saying I could recognize not remembering stuff. So, uh, okay. Well, that was a good bit of backtracking. Maybe, you know, because recently, and this is obviously in personal world, so to speak, James recently asked me to submit something to him. And mm -hmm. we're not going to go into what it was. We can certainly say that your backtracking is uh, maybe one of the options now. <laughs> 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 oh yes most definitely yeah <laughs> see i had to i know we tiptoed around that salty tadpoles and sorry about that but james doesn't want the the information out there so that's fair enough but uh i had to carry on with that sentence so that i could yes. uh get that little pun in <laughs> <laughs> a little dig <laughs> so what can we talk about, James? Yeah, have have you had? I'm interested as ever with she, uh, Gem Hulk, She Hulk, the rage, Ooh. the anger. Has anything got you annoyed? Have you got any codswallop? Can you believe that I forgot about codswallop for a moment there? So, I have, and also more excitingly, I've got a salty tadpole codswallop that came in today Ooh. as well. Nice. So. Shall I do my own or shall I do the salty tadpole one first? Uh, do your own and then we'll we'll hear what the tadpole one is. Okay. Actually, let's do the uh, salty tadpole one first, actually, because it's going to take me a second or two to remember what my codswallop was because, like I said, oh, my brain really hurts today. <laughs> so our good friend Carl Foley. He has been listening back to a lot of our episodes and he also wanted to say a big thank you to us, which is really, really kind of him as well. But um, Thank you for he, listening, Carl. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's always really nice when you actually get feedback. And I shared that with you as well, didn't I? That mm -hmm. he'd been um, cleaning out a shed or something. And um, he said that he's had us on in the background and we've been sort of keeping him entertained while he's been doing it Excellent. as well. And, yeah and he's really been enjoying it and stuff so you know that you know it, he didn't have to obviously that to us and we're not expecting anyone to say it to us but at the same time when we do get the feedback it is really really nice yeah his cod swallop so this is a man saying a cod swallop okay mm -hmm. <laughs> so one of the past episodes we must have been talking about um like flat shares and stuff like that or sharing accommodation with other mm -hmm. people um it was probably me moaning about people leaving the toilet seat up because he said that he's also irritated 
by because he is um in a flat chair so you know he's with um sort of not strangers but with people that he doesn't overly know and he said that he gets really upset when the toilet seat is also left up but not because you know like he's a man and you know for the most part you do have the toilet seat up but um it's also when they actually leave the toilet seat down and they go for a piss and then he ends up for most of the time that he's in the bathroom actually wiping up their their wee on the seat before he can actually do his own business so yeah so he's he's fed up with um literally wiping up other people's piss cool i can see how that will be annoying um uh yes there's not really much else i can say about that but yeah i can understand how that's annoying yeah no definitely now, i think now that carl has named and shamed them uh they know who they are <laughs> they should stop doing it yeah absolutely they should um, but also just where is the consideration as well you know like obviously if you share a place with someone you just if you see that you've dribbled so to speak on the seat why don't you just uh you know wipe it up just take two seconds out of your day isn't it mm -hmm. that's a very good point but again Carl, if you want to name and shame them, try to give us the names so we can mention them on the podcast uh, for a, a codswallop to make them feel even worse about themselves, please do do provide us with this information. I got the coughs again today, unfortunately. So, oh God, every time I have a good old cough, though, my um my voice changes. So I have to explain to people that I've had a cough because I sound so different. <laughs> Jim is becoming a man, everybody. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Ginger man. Oh no. <laughs> Her voice is going deeper and manly. Yeah. So oh, now I need to think about my own cod's work because I don't think I massively had anything this week. So I think I was probably clutching at straws. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think to write anything down if it did happen. Oh, I know one thing. Um, there mm -hmm. we have it. <laughs> now, obviously, I'm not referring to you when this, uh, when I say this, because you know, with regards to how we record things, then mm -hmm. it, the nature of it is that we will talk over each other because mm -hmm. obviously there's a delay with with Zoom and Skype and the internet and whatever, um, and also just because we get involved in the conversation. But my codswallop is when people talk over me because it makes me feel really kind of like I haven't got any relevance to actually what they've asked me or what, you know, like they don't really give a shit as to what I'm saying, if you know what I mean. Um, so I'll give you half a scenario, but obviously I can't name names, but there's there's a woman at work who I've had to recently had quite a bit of dealing with. And um, I, she asked me a couple of questions and it's been about my health and, you know, whatnot, what's been going on with me, obviously, just of late. And I've been answering her question. But as I'm answering the question, obviously, I've got the issue with the brain fog and whatnot. So I'm actually trying to process what I'm saying in my head before it's sort of coming out of my mouth, but also while it's coming out of my mouth, I'm also trying to process it in my head. So everything's a little bit delayed. And, you know, but also I'm a waffler anyway. But, you know, I've been answering her is to like what's been going on. 
but quite often and a couple of times actually uh, not quite often but a couple of times she has been sort of cutting me off halfway through what I'm actually telling her so I feel as though it might be like an important thing to let her know about but then she's literally cutting me off and it's it just feels so goddamn rude and also the fact that she's well I can't really say what her profession is but yeah she's just she's she's got a job anyway that she's supposed to be caring and listen to listen to people and she's not doing that and it just it makes me feel really horrible and makes me feel really kind of as if I might not even bother being there. But there was one time last week that I actually snapped at her and I, you know, kind of referred to this. And I was like, well, you know, do you actually want to hear what I have to say or not? You know, um, or she said, because I missed an appointment, she goes, well, maybe you should write things down. So to, because I was in a really tired state, I just, I just turned around to her and went, well, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I can understand how that's annoying. I've been in situations similarly where somebody completely sort of like tramples over what you're trying to say and it feels yeah. like it's been disregarded. So I, I can appreciate how annoying that is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it just makes you feel less of yourself, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not it's just not necessary to make somebody feel little or horrible about I know, you know, like obviously we do it as like a um as a jokey thing mm-hmm. but you know we we would never really say anything about you know about each other uh, you know that we didn't mean <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so that's my cod's wallop this week and i think it's it was probably like more of a serious cod's wallop mm-hmm. than our normal jokey jokey ha ha ones but i think mm-hmm. also yeah for all you people out there actually who are shy or timid or whatever um i'm not sure if that's the same thing but you know for all of you people out there who are uh you know who people talk over you don't let them your voice is important too there you are so james have you got any cods wallet this week <laughs> uh, yes i have uh it seems that i can't get away from this uh you obviously you i'm sure salty tadpoles and Gemma as well will understand this. You go on YouTube, you want to watch a video. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be about anything. And invariably, I'm being haunted by the bloody Jet 2 Holidays advert, um, <laughs> which I mentioned, uh, and it was, you know, myself uh, on Facebook, and was the, the fact was raised that this would be a good Coswell. And the more I thought yes. about it, yes, it is. Um, it's also more the fact that I began to, I didn't realise that it, the song you said is called Hold My Hand by Jess Glynn. And right. hearing this song over and over and over again, and it seems to be like whenever I click a video, it's there. And I was thinking how annoying and really more like Gemma this was making me with rage and and hopeless. Uh-huh. Uh, I then found out that, in fact, that I'm not the only person. And when I found, cause I didn't know who, who the music was by, it turned out that even Jesklyn herself has responded to the fact that Jet 2 passengers are angry <laughs> about having to hear this, because I didn't know, uh, and my friend Mark pointed this out, they play it to you on the plane when you're waiting to fly with Jet 2. Oh, it's annoying no. Just on, it's annoying just on YouTube, but it's literally played over and over and over while you're waiting to fly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, that's awful. 
oh no and also that really it kind of makes the artist feel bad well, i suppose she's mm-hmm. she commented so it makes her feel bad and also people are like probably going against her music because they're like i hate this song or yeah. whatever well, <laughs> she's pretty much saying she has no control from doing it she thinks it'd be better if she's actually singing them to, singing it to them live on the plane but yeah can you imagine if you're on a delay a really bad delay and they're just playing it over and over and over again <laughs> yeah to be honest i can't think of the song but i will have to have a listen to the song because i i'm not actually 100 percent sure which one it is right now but uh yeah i will have a listen to it nonetheless or i'll google the advert or whatever it's just very 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 annoying because it's just one of these ones that probably the song itself i wouldn't dislike so much with the fact that it doesn't seem to, it seems to be almost stalking and haunting me <laughs> Yeah, the damn advert just keeps popping up. But yeah, that's my codswallop. I can't seem to get away from it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, could be worse, could be better. <laughs> but circling back there, though, because you said yes. that you, you know, the um, artist hasn't got any control over it and stuff like that. But surely she has, because she's got the rights over the music, hasn't she? So she could turn around well, to them and say, "Look, don't play this song anymore." Do you think she honestly will give a shit, though? Let's be honest with well, the, the paid her. So yeah, really, I'd just be like, yes, yes, keep keep paying me. Uh, yeah. You know, even if it is the Chinese water torture of music, she can say, you know, I'm very sorry, yada, yada. But let's be honest, the money's coming in, so I can see why. Yes, yeah. Be, and who, if, if she isn't the right, whoever the writer is, they'll be making money from it too. So I can kind of see it both ways. But yes, it's it's probably besmirched her music somewhat. Yeah, that's the case, isn't it? And I think that's, you know, like also what radio kind of does with music as well, because they, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. most popular tracks or whatever, they'll play constantly. And to be honest, mm-hmm. that's probably why I hate Coldplay so much, because I've heard, you know, like listen to the radio and it's constantly on or whatever. But and not that I actually listen to the radio anymore. I purposely don't for that reason. But uh, and also the music for the most part isn't of my taste unless it's kind of like a station that plays like older songs, you know, not not this up to date music. Ugh. Wow. How old is Gemma sound right now? I know, I do. <laughs> I sound as old as I feel right now. Oh, <laughs> I oh. know. Poor me, poor That's me. That's not good. Oh. <laughs> but um i'm gonna cough again oh still my nut in so today sorry if Je- so i just thought something if, as Gemma keeps coughing and she's saying she's feeling old if anyone if any of the nice salty tadpoles would like to buy a, a real industrial sort of like size tub of werther's originals uh, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> I'm back just in time to have a giggle at that. <laughs> or if not, whole suvers. Those would be quite yeah. nice too, but they are a bit sugary. So, you know, yeah. you have to watch them, <laughs> the sugar content, but you know. <laughs> you know, were this originals so, and, uh, you know, a not too strong tea. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, a lovely <laughs> cup of tea in a word that's original. <laughs> but yeah, although I'd rather not have Nat's piss cup of tea, you know. <laughs> Yeah. If I don't I, drink tea, I'll just have to step back from that one entirely. No, no. Well, you know, like it's like if you were to have a really weak coffee, it's like, what's the point? What's the point in having yeah, this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I used to have a, well, I still have, but an auntie and uncle mm-hmm. who they used to like really weak tea. I, I really don't mm-hmm. understand why, but no. there you have it. They lived in Germany for a long time. So I don't know if that might be why. 
I don't know. I'm trying, I to, don't think, know. I'm trying to think what I've had tea in Germany. Uh, uh, I have it once or twice, but um, possibly, I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know, but or it might just be their taste. So, you it know, it could be. Who so knows? Maybe I shouldn't blame an entire nation. You know, maybe no. it is just their taste. But um, yeah, they have, uh, you know, when they used to come around for a cup of tea or whatever, it's like quite often we would just use like, a tea bag, use it for one, then take it out and use it in the other one, if you know what I mean. Because they just tread, care- it- tread carefully, Gemma. They may listen to this. <laughs> no, they won't, they won't. But they also, you know, they know that we did it. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like a secret That's or okay, anything man. like that. So um, you know, it's almost like, you know, teasing <laughs> teasing the uh, teasing the tea bag, you know, into yeah. the cup. You, you know, you just you showed that you had the hot water then you showed it the tea bag basically in passing. Yeah. Although we might have an episode title now, teasing the tea bag. Mm. <laughs> That'll probably get some really weird listeners, won't it? <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, What's this shit? <laughs> you know, from some dark area of the web. Probably like wearing a lot of bondage gear, stuff like that. Yeah, and good for them if they like that. I mean, that's what Joanne does, so you know why hey, not? I was gonna say I've seen the picture of Joanne's uh, gym, so you know it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I don't know about you, James, but should we move on to some stories of the week? Because I I've... think I think so. Yes. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. Because I've got two stories this week, so I don't know if Ooh. you want to go first or if I go first and then you go in the middle. So like a little uh, yeah, James you do sandwich. One... Yes, let's do a James sandwich. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, well that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun and everyone would want to. So do you want a nice one or a disturbing one first? Oh, disturbing. <laughs> yeah, although that means we have to end on a nice one. Well, that that I say that's probably the better for the lovely salty tadpoles. It's pretty nice to end on a positive one. All right, fine. Okay, we'll go with that then. Right. So, no surprises here. A metro article. So, <laughs> We've had these kind of stories previously, but this is the youngest I've ever seen. So, okay. Um, so, a boy, this is the headline, sorry. Boy, age 12, needs keyhole bladder surgery after shoving a phenomenon. A, a phenomenon. A phenomenal. <laughs> Something phenomenal. <laughs> Excuse me. A thermometer up his penis. Ow. Yeah. Mm. Although, at least, a thermometer isn't quite as big as some of the objects the EO I've heard of in the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's at least mm-hmm. there's that. Another day, another story about someone getting a foreign object stuck in their penis after being a tad too experimental. Whether it's USB cables, because we've covered that story before, magnetic <laughs> balls. Oh, I don't think I've ever God. we've ever seen magnetic oh, balls before. Lord. Or chopsticks okay <laughs> but yeah again chopsticks you know although there's a sharp end of chopsticks so oh no there isn't is there it's just that i have to sharpen it's, them to actually put the fork in <laughs> ah, right yeah it's more the in all these situations it's the inherent risk of infection yes yeah yeah absolutely i mean come on dr james you know you're doing all the serious side of things i'm doing the comedy here (laughs) there are countless stories of people needing medical attention after poking around their urethras for one 12 year old boy from china it was a thermometer that landed him in the emergency room 
The unnamed boy, because uh, well, no, this is me ablibbing here because of his age and also the situation, um, inserted the medical device into his penis while he was masturbating and s- suffered excruciating pain for nine hours after it got stuck. So, James, keep keep note of these things that you shouldn't be doing, okay? Mm. All right. Uh x-rays show the thermometer was so far up the urinary tract that it had entered the boy's bladder so that's not good um no no not at all doctors decided they had to perform keyhole surgery as they were worried that simply yanking the item out which i feel really really uncomfortable saying yanking mm-hmm. <laughs> um, would damage the boy's organs. The boy admitted to medics that he had inserted the thermometer for sexual pleasure, which 12 seems quite young to me, but I don't know. Is it? Is it young, James? I don't know. I can't really answer that question. No, I don't really want to think about the masturbatory habits of a 12-year-old. <laughs> no, I, I, not, not that. I just meant that the age feels quite young but i don't know you know maybe that's just me being old farty Gemma today um <laughs> <laughs> although to be honest hopefully he's learned from this experience let's see mm. um this is a risky sexual practice known as sounding which healthy ex uh, sorry health experts say has led to an increase of infections and other health issues it can also lead to scarring or damaging of internal tissues. And if the item <clears throat> gets far enough, uh, uh, sorry, gets far up enough, uh, can actually affect the bladder. Doctors at the First People's Hospital in uh, in China, I'm not going to say where it is, where the district is. So in this Chinese place, um, were concerned that pulling the thermometer back the way it came (laughs) could cause further complications um so instead they opted to go through the bladder through Mm -hmm. keyhole surgery which is quite impressive that they can actually do keyhole surgery nowadays Mm um the asian journal you really are old (laughs) <laughs> no but you know what i mean it's like you know i know it's been practiced for a long long time but you know still keyhole surgery kind mm-hmm. of still amazes me um okay yeah yeah so you know let me ask that one all right um <laughs> <laughs> the asian journal of uh, surgery reports the operation was a success although medics did not say whether the boy had any long-term complications from the experiment. Dr. Chi, the report's lead author, blamed a lack of sex education as well as feelings of curiosity for the mishap. And that's the end of the article. So, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your story now, please. Yeah, I just want to say for this, for the kid, I'm really hoping it wasn't a wall thermometer. uh, And (laughs) he's probably going to find the mercury rising, but not quite in the way he was hoping. Bloody idiot. (laughs) 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 Right, so mine is a, uh, well, it's a worry, bit of a worrying one, but it's not as, gruesome as the uh, one Gemma's just read to us. So, a junk food loving dad has eaten 124 kebabs 
in the space of just one month in an epic kebabathon, consuming a staggering 250,000 calories. Wow. Dead's uh, Brakey, 36 from Manchester, says he has been hurt both psychologically and physically after eating four meat wraps every mo- every evening. Yeah, no, so I'm surprised he's still alive. Uh, the dad of two even went without a roast Christmas dinner to make space for more of the late night delicacies. Why, Des? Why? But the engineer who polished off his final donor on New Year's Eve says he feels a huge sense of accomplishment. Ah, right. This is why he's doing it. After raising a thousand pounds of Francis House Children's Hospice. Oh, that's good. It is. He's now plans to retire from extreme eating chances, but he's already looking forward to his next kebab trip, which he's planning for the weekend. Not that enough damage to yourself, obviously, Des. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you like kebabs, I suppose, you know, like on a drunken night out, I've always liked a kebab. I've never had one sober to my knowledge. <laughs> Ironically, I can remember the ones I've had drunk, but I can't remember mm. the ones if I've had them sober. But yeah. He Sorry, said it's on. very much an accomplishment. I appreciate the support, but I'm not, not doing it again. This is my final dance. I'm now retiring. I've enjoyed it, but it hurt me physically. I felt like crap. Mm. I'm not getting any fruit, no vegetables, and no nutrition. I couldn't eat anything else. It was a breeze for the first two weeks, but the last two weeks it got a bit messy, not just physically, but psychologically. There was pressure on getting there. I had to do it. I couldn't let them down. But to be honest, I'm already planning to go out with my mates next week. I'll never stop eating kebabs. Des began the epic challenge on the 1st of December and travelled to different kebab shops each day in search of the wrapped meat dishes. He would make sure he didn't eat throughout the day so he had room for the wraps. And he said, I'm starving. I've been starving myself all day. I'd finish work at five and then I would be eating four kebabs. Sometimes I'd be eating them in my mate's car, some on the fly. The quickest idea was an hour and a half. Des, who rotated between lamb, donut, chicken, and mixed meats, said his favourite kebabs came from two different shops in Oldham and Bolton. Uh, he spent hundreds of pounds of his own money on the kebabs, which ranged from £5 to 15 with others donated to him along the way. And being a Metro article, that's it. That's finished it for us. Um, <laughs> I would suggest, rather than wrecking yourself eating the weird stuff that I was going to say meat, but I'm not entirely sure what's in a kebab. Uh, yeah. You'd probably be better just giving a £1,000 in donations to um, the Francis House Children's Hospice. But, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, Although he did do it because he raised money for that, though, didn't yes. he? So yes. I, I suppose there's there's good, um, you know, there's a good story behind it, as in mm-hmm. he, not necessarily for the it- Metro, but... <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, for him, he did do a Mm. really good thing. You know, like, obviously, he was a bit of a pig, maybe, potentially. But, you know. He he has done a good thing, but the fact that he's probably destroyed his innards. (laughs) I don't know how long it would um, affect it for, though, because you you had the guy who did the... um, You remember there was, like, a a Netflix series or whatever that was called Super Size Me or something? Do you ever watch that? Yeah. Uh, well, it was a film, wasn't it? The guy who just oh, basically yeah. ate Morgan Spurlock, who ate McDonald's. Yeah. Um, he, he got over it, but he, he did sort of like bugger up his liver, I think. So yeah, uh, you've got to be careful. Yeah, you definitely have to be careful. But then if you're a competitive eater, I suppose you would mm-hmm. probably know that kind of thing anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, no, definitely you do have to be careful with these things. So um did you have a second story then or um did you just decide to not go with the uh 
that other one then. What other one? I thought you were <laughs> going to. Re- Do you mean the one about the uh, the weird stuff in the um, no, the... pizza box? Yeah, I thought that you were going to. Cut... Oh, I thought you were doing that one. No, no, I thought you were doing that one. So I've got a different story. So I can go one, and then we can end with that one if you would like. So we've both got uh, two stories this week. Yeah, why not? I'll find him. Okay. Well, what's cool. your other one? Okay, so I'll go on to my other one. So this, I know for us, is a little bit late in the day of reporting it, but uh, twin sisters born on different days in different years. So sisters Annie and Elf- Effie, Elfie, not sure, Effie uh, Scott were born on New Year's Eve 2022 and New Year's mm-hmm. Day 2023, respectively. So... In Denton, Texas, Annie Joe Scott and Effie Rose Effie doesn't seem right like a nice name, but there we have it. It's E double F I E, so um, I'm hopefully saying that right. Uh, Scott are newborn twins who will forever be unique and have their own birthday story to tell. The twins were born on different days in different years. Annie Jo was born at 11.55pm on December 31st, 2022, according to her mum, Callie Scott. Um, Her sister was born at 12.01am on the 1st of January, 2023, according to her mum as well. So I love the unique aspect that they get to go forward with a little bit of individual individualization uh right out of the gates told scott so the the mum her and her husband cliff who are from denton texas were expecting their daughters to arrive on january the 11th the date she had scheduled for a c-section but scott said that after going for a checkup appointment on the 29th of december she was hospitalized so the doctors could monitor her blood pressure it was only then she said that the couple realized that their first children would be New Year's Eve babies or New Year babies. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, there's a little bit more about the story, but I think, uh, well, I had been thinking, you know, so traditional of one birthday. But now it's to- two totally different birthdays, said Scott. One will get to celebrate on New Year's Eve, going out and get to celebrate New Year's Day with the other one's birthday. So I think, you know, although it isn't a typical talking codswallop kind of story for us, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really nice story. The fact that Mm -hmm. two little twins that are, I don't think they're identical, but, um, you know, the fact that they can actually have Mm -hmm. two, two birthday, you know, a birthday each rather than having Mm -hmm. to celebrate it with their, with their siblings. So, Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was a nice story to to bring to the show. Whereas this one, when we talk about blood pressure, <laughs> you got nothing nothing issues, to say about that. I've then, got James. nothing. No, I've got nothing to say about that one. Uh, <laughs> I've just got the 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 full run of you know Gemma's rage coursing through my veins reading this one. Okay, go um, on then. So we're ending on, uh, uh, as usual as one that's complete bullshit, and I'm going to preempt it with it's in the metro, right? And it's complete cack. So. <laughs> 
Kim Ellis, it says she may be an atheist, but Kim Ellis reckons she was born to witness the second coming of Christ. The mum of two had just finished a Domino's meat feast pizza with her partner when she saw something strange staring back at her. It might have been the carbs talking, but Kim 33 believes the leftover grease stain in the box looks uncannily at the face of Jesus. I just looked up and noticed a little face looking back at me and thought it was funny, Kim said. My first thought was Jesus because of the flowing hair and beard. Her partner was out of the room when she spotted it, but he declared it pizza Jesus when he came back in. The retail worker from Penzance Cornwall whipped out her phone to document the special moment for sharing her discovery online. She said, I thought I'd share this one and see what other people saw. Most people found it funny. There's been lots of comments about who other people see. Two, it's always nice to make people laugh. Some of the comments said it looks more like John Lennon or Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead. Others reckon it resembles infamous serial killer Charles Manson, Hagrid <laughs> from Harry Potter. Kim added, it didn't Hagrid, make me consider to... by the way, Hagrid. Whatever. It's yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, Couldn't I know, but, you know, um, Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kim added, it didn't make me consider taking up Christianity. I think it'll take more than a greasy pizza box. The Messiah clearly works in mysterious ways as his face has popped up all over the place. <laughs> Factory worker Jamie Hales, 37, thought he was the chosen one when Jesus manifested in a bruise on his left arm. Let us not forget the crucifixion of Jesus that appeared in the middle of a tangerine. The Son of God had also been found in darn bread, a frying pan, a t-shirt, an iron, a Kit Kat, or even on the side of a Chinese takeaway. Um... Okay, and being the Metro, that's it. That's all we're left with. And if that's the face of Jesus, to be fair, it just looks more like a screwed up grease spot to me. Um, <laughs> and more like, a, to be fair, when I look at it, I see the Pringles image, the guy from a Pringles can. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, this is again an art, another article, a bit like listening to the Jet Tooth thing that makes me want to shoot out my monitor. <laughs> see i was happy when this started and Gemma was the confused angry person now it's flipped she's happy after reading the baby thing and i'm just peed off yeah well see i don't know if i've ever told you this and i may have told you but you also may have forgotten but when i was a baby when i was born so we're going to stick with the baby side of things right for a second mm -hmm. but we'll talk about me so it's all good um <laughs> and that's how it works um yeah. i was when i was born i was the only girl born that day in obviously the hospital i was born in so mm -hmm. i was kind of technically on an all boys ward so there was lots mm -hmm. of like boys around me they would all sort of you know be nicely sleeping and uh i would scream and cry and uh well so my mom tells me anyway uh, i would scream and cry you know like make a load of noise you know as babies do and um, until all of the little boys were awake and then i would go fast asleep <laughs> it explains so much it explains so so much <laughs> it does so you know I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week, James. <laughs> I have been Gemma. <laughs> I've been James. I'm glad that you've said that because that's it ended it on a happy laughing note for me. So thank you. No, you're absolutely welcome. You're absolutely welcome. I can bring that story out anytime you need it. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> it's a couple of weeks time. You'd have forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye-bye everyone. Bye-bye everyone. Bye.